the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, everyone. This is Dr. Trudy, the host of The Christian View. Thanks for tuning into this podcast today, one-on-one with Dr. Trudy. We're going to be talking today about what to do when your boat is sinking, what to do when your boat is sinking. Sometimes life just seems so out of control. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. But let me encourage you that God is in the boat with you and he can calm every single storm. Stay with me for this wonderful teaching today on what to do when your boat is sinking. This is the Dr. Trudy Podcast, where together we learn to choose faith over fear, contentment over chaos, where we discover what it takes to live a life of victory. Dr. Trudy Simmons has a PhD in counseling. She's a certified life coach, a television host. She's completed 12 Ironman competitions. But if you were to ask her who she is, she'd tell you she's a woman of faith, a wife, and a mother. She's an overcomer with a calling and a gift for helping others to pull through the tough stuff. Thanks for joining us today. Here again is Dr. Trudy. Hey friends, this is Dr. Trudy, the host of The Christian View, and you are listening to One-on-One with Dr. Trudy with The Christian View. I'm so excited that you are with me today. Um, I have a great topic that I want to share with you. It's called What to Do When the Boat is Sinking what to do when the boat is sinking. But before we get into that topic, I just want to share with you just a little bit about who I am and my heart. I have a PhD in family and marriage counseling. I am a wife and I am a mom. I am an ordained minister, speaker, author. I'm also an avid Ironman athlete and I am an overcomer by the blood of Jesus Christ. And my goal through these podcasts is to really encourage and enlighten and challenge you in your walk with the Lord. You know, John 10.10 says, The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I, Christ, have come that you may have life and have life abundantly. And for so long, y'all, I did not live that abundant life. I lived broken. I lived in fear. I lived in shame, guilt, condemnation, oppression, depression, and rejection. You know, but the word says, when Christ sets you free, you will be free indeed. And when he set me free, I just made a promise to myself and to the Lord that I would spend my life being his voice, a voice that offers love and hope and peace and freedom. And that is what I do, whether I'm on a podcast, whether I'm counseling, whether I'm speaking, or whether I'm on you know, the TV platform. Um, I want to share the good news of the gospel with Jesus Christ. If I haven't heard from you already, I would love for you to write me at drtrudysimmons at gmail.com so I can hear from you, pray with you, encourage you, and just do life with you. So feel free to send me an email at any point in time. Well, let's go ahead and get into the scripture. Like I said, I want to talk about what what to do on a sinking boat. And so if you have your Bibles handy with you, if not, that's okay too. I'm going to read Mark 4, 35 through 40, so you can follow along with me. It says this, On the same day when evening had come, he said to them, Let's go over to the other side. And leaving 
The throngs, they took him with them, and he, Jesus, was in the boat with them, and other boats were also with them. And a furious storm of wind of hurricane proportion arose, and the waves kept beating onto the boat so that it was almost becoming overwhelmed with water. He himself was in the stern of the boat asleep on the cushion, and they awoke him and said to him, Master, do you not care that we are perishing? And he arose and rebuked the wind and the sea. Hush now, be still. And the wind ceased, sank to rest as if exhausted by its beating. And there was an immediately a great calm and a perfect peacefulness. And then he said to them, why are you so timid and fearful? How is it that you have no faith? Verse 41 says this. And they were filled with great awe. And feared exceedingly and said to one another, Who then is this that even the winds and sea obey him? Let me just ask you, um, what scares you? I mean, what really frightens you? Can you remember a time in your life when, or a moment when you're more frightened than ever? When you felt like you're being tossed to and fro, that you were in the, the biggest storm of your life? What caused that fear? How did you feel? And more importantly, How did you respond? Fear is an issue that we have today that runs rampant through our world. The enemy wants us to be bound by fear. He wants us to be controlled by fear because he knows that if he can keep us in fear, then he can keep us in a prison. He knows that, you know, John 10, 10 again says, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come to give you life and give you life abundantly. But the enemy knows that he cannot steal your salvation, that he cannot take your salvation. But if he can keep you paralyzed on this earth, then he can keep you unfruitful for the kingdom of God. He can keep you from reaching your full potential. He can keep you from reaching your destiny if he can keep you bound by fear, by dread, by worry. This enemy knows that he can keep you defeated. And so how many times have you said, Lord, don't you care? Don't you see what's happening? You know, the enemy will get in our head. How many times have you heard someone say, I've always been a good Christian. Why is God letting this happen to me? Where is God when I need him? Or maybe you've heard someone say, how can God let such a terrible thing happen to the world? But you see, that is just where Satan wants you. He wants you to doubt God's goodness. He wants you to doubt that God cares for you. He wants you to doubt the goodness of the Lord by keeping you bound to and fro. It says this, when Jesus and the disciples were crossing the lake and the storm arose, the disciples panicked, but Jesus was able to stand up in the boat and rebuke the storm. Listen, you cannot rebuke a storm in your life if you have a storm on the inside of you. The disciples could not rebuke the storm because they lost their peace and were as stormy on the inside as the storm was go- that was going on on the outside. But when Jesus spoke of his, from his depths of peace for the wind and the waves to be still, immediately they were still. Jesus spoke from what was inside of him. Jesus spoke with what he knew. And so often, y'all, when we're going through storms, when we're, when we're going through trials and tribu- tribulation, we speak about, we speak on our feelings. 
We speak out of our mouth the feelings that we're feeling. Oh, this is never going to turn out good. Oh, God's not going to change this such a situation. Oh, I'm not good enough or I'm not equipped. I'm not qualified. I don't have enough finances. Um, if you if you know where I've been, we, we speak the negativity out of our mouth. But Jesus right here, he spoke from certainty that he knew. And that's where the Father God wants us to be. When we're in the midst of a storm, when our boat is sinking, when life seems out of control, God wants us to speak so much from our from our knowing, from our believing that God is who he says he is and God will do what he says he will do. You know, there, is, there are two types of Christians. There are believing Christians, those who truly believe, and those are there, and then there's just the Christians who really don't believe it. They believe enough to get into heaven. They believe enough, you know, for salvation, but they don't believe enough to see the supernatural work of the Holy Spirit. When God spoke, be still, it was still. Let me ask you, what are you speaking out of your mouth today? What are you speaking? Who are you agreeing with? Are you agreeing with the enemy? Are you agreeing with Father God and what Father God says about you. The storm that the disciples experienced was no little April shower or harmless summer squall, but the storm was of hurricane proportion. The waves were not gently rolling and tossing. They were beating onto the boat with such fury that it quickly filled with water. That would be enough to frighten anyone, and I get it. And the storm that you are going through right now, whether it's a financial loss whether it's a uh, a relational loss, whether it's a death, whether it's a wayward child, I get it. And what you're going through is enough to frighten you. But let me encourage you, let it be enough to frighten you to get on your knees before God. But don't let it be enough to frighten you to start speaking the negative curses over your life. You know, scripture says that we have power, that life and death are in the power of our tongues. And we have to be mindful what we are speaking. The storm was in full force and Jesus was asleep. Does that sound familiar? Have you ever had a time when you felt that you are sinking fast and Jesus was asleep or Jesus was nowhere to be found because he wasn't answering you? You prayed and prayed and you'd heard nothing from God. You spent time with him and tried to sense his presence and yet you felt nothing. You searched for an answer, but no matter how hard you struggled, Against the wind and the waves, the storm raged on and you didn't know what to do about it. We sometimes refer to that the midnight hour or the dark hour of the night or, you know, God is the 11th hour God. At times like these, when it looks like the boat is sinking with us in it, we must use our faith. Jesus simply wanted his disciples to believe him. He said, let us go to the other side. He expected them to believe that if he said it, it would happen. But like so many of us, we're afraid. We're afraid when we don't see the shoreline. We're afraid when all we can see are the waves crashing in around us. And we, we think that there's no hope. You know, recently I was in a, an Ironman and we swam in the, um, the ocean a mile and a half out and a mile and a half back. And there were points at times in my life that I didn't see the shoreline. And all I could see were the waves and the wind and the riptide. And I kept thinking, Father, how am I going to get through this? And I kept hearing that voice, that gentle voice, trust me through this. Trust me through this. And God is saying that to someone today. He is saying, trust me through this storm. Even though you feel like 
the boat is sinking, even though you feel like the waves are going to crash over and, 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 and sink the boat, I want you to know that the Father is asking you to trust Him through this storm. Trust Him through this storm. Believe that what God said, He will bring it through to completion. It says that He who com- who started a good work in you will finish it to completion and that He is chain- transforming us from glory to glory. It is vital to our future that we grow in faith which shows confidence and trust in God, not in ourselves, not in our situation, not in our circumstances, but trust in God. We must learn to conquer our fears and press on to the other side. We must also learn to have peace and joy in the midst of the storm, not only when it passes. Listen to that again. We must also learn to have peace in the storm and joy in the storm, not only when it passes. There is a supernatural joy, y'all. That only comes from the Lord. That only comes from spending time in the Lord. And it is a supernatural joy. You know, we think about the holidays and a lot of times people get more depressed over the holidays. Um, and, and rightly so. Holidays can be a hard time for so many. But I want to encourage you today to stir up your faith. And if you feel like your boat is sinking, I want you to know this. That God is in the boat with you. That He is in the boat with you. And he is at peace. And he is calling you to trust him in the midst of what's going on around you. He's telling you to trust him when disaster hits, when famine hits. You know, God cares. And so when you're tempted to cry out, Father, don't you care? Or Father, don't you see? Or Father, won't you help me? I want, when you're tempted to say those words, I want you to start saying, Father, I thank you that you're in this situation with me. I thank you that you're in this boat with me. I thank you, Father God, that you see the beginning from the end. I thank you that you see the shoreline. I thank you that you see the sandy beach. I thank you that you're going to get me through this. Instead of dwelling on the storm at hand, start praising the one who can control and calm the storm that's at hand. And I want to go back to this statement that Joyce Myers said. You cannot rebuke the storm in your life if you have a storm going on inside of you. So I want to just, I want to encourage you today that if you are going through a storm, if you feel like your boat is sinking, that the waves are crashing in on every side. I've been there and I know that it's real and I know that that it could become scary because you don't know what to do. But I encourage you to let the Holy Spirit calm the storm that is within you. Calm the storm first that is within you so that you can calm the storm around you so that Father God can say, peace be still. And you have so much faith. It says all you need is faith as small as a mustard seed. But that faith is so powerful that you can trust Jesus in that storm. When you're in that storm and you feel like your boat is sinking, I know what you want to do. You want to jump out and you want to swim for shore. But honestly, the safest place to be is in that boat with Jesus, riding those waves, holding on to him, seeking his face, seeking his goodness, and worshiping him in the midst of the storm. Jesus never sleeps or slumbers, even though in this passage he was sleeping. But even when he was sleeping, he had control. Even when he was sleeping, he had peace. Even when he was sleeping, he knew the beginning from the end. And so you may be crying out today, Father, don't you care? 
Don't you understand? Don't you see? I want you to know that God sees you. He cares for you. He loves you. He sees the beginning from the end. He sees the shoreline and he is in the boat with you. And he is telling you, he's asking you, he's calling you to walk by faith through this. It said it was a what? A a, storm of hurricane proportion. He wants you to trust him through this storm to help you get to your shoreline, to help you finish what you've started and finish what he started. Whatever's going on, God is with you. God sees you. He cares. And he is going to get you through this storm. You've just got to believe that he is who he says he is. And you are his. And he loves you. I hope this has helped you today. Um, Just staying focused in the midst of your storm. Staying focused when you feel like your boat is sinking. Knowing that God's got you. And he loves you. And nothing that you're going through today will catch him by surprise. Let me pray for you. Father God, I thank you for everyone listening to this podcast today, Lord God, that if they feel like their boat is sinking, Lord, let them know that you are the lifesaver, that you are the rescuer, that you're in the boat with them, Father, and that you will let nothing happen to happen to them, Father God. Let the peace of God that surpasses all understanding guard their hearts and their minds concerning whatever situation has got their hearts troubled, God. And in fact, you tell them today to not let their hearts be troubled but to trust in you and to walk in faith, knowing that you cause all things to work together for their good and your glory for those who love them, Father God. And I'm asking that you teach each person listening how to calm the storm within them so that they can truly walk by faith and not by sight and walk by faith and not by feelings, Father God. And that in the midst of their storm, they will know that you are still King of Kings, Lord of Lords, Prince of Peace, Mighty God. You are their Abba Father, and you love them in the name of Jesus. I pray blessings upon blessings in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thanks for listening to the Dr. Trudy Podcast. Learn more and get in touch with us at TrudySimmons.net. That's TrudySimmons.net. And help us to reach others with these encouraging messages of hope and inspiration by simply sharing them with your friends on your favorite social media platform. God bless, and thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you again soon, right here on the Dr. Trudy Podcast. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.